Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Bro Brokers. I'm Josh and I'm here as always with my co-host Daniel Cray. Mr Daniel, yes, today we're spending our podcast in the pub, the famous <laughs> Goose Island which we've known to talk about as real estate brokers. Apparently this is where we belong, <laughs> so hopefully you can hear us okay. We'll be leaning in on the table and uh, yeah, it'll be a bit better than last week where, you know, the air con was just blowing in your ear the whole time. So <laughs> I actually but, went back and fixed that in post-production. However, oh, this you? music, I don't know if we're going to be able to, but yeah, coming live from a pub, Okay. okay. which I think last week I gave a 6 out of 10. And I think you gave it two out of five. <laughs> I didn't give it two. Mate. I think it would you have gave been it three. two out of five. Three or four for sure. No, I think you said two out. I'm no. sure, maybe it's, two and a half max. It's one of the one of the only pubs in Dubai where the the laggers stick to the glass. Well, oh yeah, you some did say of that. the laggers. So yeah, that's why yours I gave it four. today specifically does it. it. Yeah, so that's not great <laughs> preaching, but uh, anyway, here we go. So cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers mate, cheers mate. We'll add a cling in there in the post-production. Um, yeah, how's it going, Dan? It's going good, mate, going good. Lots of potential. That's good to hear. Last um, week you told me you were potentially picking up a car on the weekend gone. I have my new car. Come on, sir. It is fabulous. I love, I love it, mate. I'm so chuffed. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm really happy. glad for you, Dan. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad for you. Happy as Larry. I am... Uh, what did you go for? You went for a Volvo. Went for a Volvo hatchback T40 something something or other. Nice. Um, yeah, it's lovely, mate. Lovely, Passed lovely. Passed the RTA tests and all that? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I assume so. <laughs> I'm sure it has. Um, Alpha 2 motors are pretty good with that sort of thing. I didn't really need to pay any additional fees for it, you know nice. what I'm saying? So yep. everything's covered, they cleaned the inside, put on some protection stuff. It was gleaming when it came out of the shop, so. Mate, I'm really gasping. Is it uh, two door or four door? It's four. Nice. nice. Oh, mate, I'm well happy for it. Has it got a bit of punch to it? Definitely. Quicker than it's, the Mitsubishi. Oh yeah. my God, mate, <laughs> two, two liter engine. I mean, it's not too large in comparison to half the motors on the road these days, but I'll tell you one thing, it's the fastest car I've ever driven. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've been stuck on, I mean, the max I've ever had is 1.6 Ford Fiesta, and uh, yeah, that kind of rocked my socks a bit, mate. I drove it off the country roads the first week I had it, so... um, yeah, first week's always the hardest, isn't it? But just getting used to it. Is it uh, automatic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not driving manual in this country, man. No. I miss it, to be honest with you. I miss it a little bit, but yeah. you know, when you go back to the UK, once you've been driving automatic, like, why would I bother with a manual? Oh, you can't beat it, man. You cannot be a manual car. It's just something about it. It's so lazy driving an automatic. Used to it now, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, oh, mate, I'm well happy for you, man. Thanks. That's huge news. Um, what else has been happening? How's your week going? I've, uh, it's, I've got a lot of things that I just, uh, deals that I want to close because they're just weighing on my shoulders a little bit. Um, motivation is quite hard to find because I'm just constantly entertaining something that I believe should be done, but. You know, we come across other certain problems. It takes a bit longer, yeah. Um, but we get we'll get there in the end. And once we get that out of the way, I can really start focusing on, on where I'm going. I've got a few projects on the go. 
um, a villa complex I pitched for this week. Um, the owner is going to give it to us. We just need to bring in some clients now. Nice, <coughs> nice. Uh, and yeah, they presented something else to us as well, which is interesting in Alcuz. Apart from that, yes, that's about it to Very be honest. Nice, just nice. Keeping busy and yourself, Josh. Well, I know just you... before we jump into me, I have one question on one of the projects you're uh, air quotes working on. How's My the what? book going? <laughs> We haven't had an update for a while. Because there has no, been no update. Oh, mate. What happened? Just got too busy at work. I just don't seem to find the sort of inspirational moments in the evenings to sit down and start <laughs> writing. I Some would say you're lacking discipline. I think I need my man cave. <laughs> I don't have a man cave right now. And when you've finished work, you don't want to stay in office. And I don't find inspiration in the office for you know, extracurricular <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? So I do, I do, I need, yeah. I need a man cave. Okay, no, fair enough, mate. So no update on the book? Nothing. Do you think there ever will be? I possibly might start another <laughs> book. <laughs> oh, good. Good, what's your other book going to be? I have no idea. I'll be when I, I'll get like halfway through the first one and be like, oh no, I should start something else, maybe. <laughs> I says it go very well. Fucking no. oh, hell, man. No, I don't have uh, much to update, to be completely honest with you. Yes, you do. Pretty quite well. No, I'm currently interviewing. Oh, well, yeah, no, I've taken a new role at uh, a big real estate company as a conveyancer. Are we still doing the things where we don't name real estate companies? Not really, but okay. you, can, so, yeah. you can keep it confidential for now. For now, yeah, exactly. So starting that on the 5th, that's good. That's going back to what I was doing in the UK. It's a bit more career oriented yeah. uh, so commission, for those good. who don't know conveyancing is are you going to try and explain it as someone you, that doesn't really know what it perhaps is perhaps the person who's done the job interview should <laughs> so conveyancing in the UK is a necessity it's the legal process of transferring your house from one party to another when you sell it or when you buy a house out here it's not a legal requirement but it's becoming the norm um so yeah, so I'm going back to that. It's what I did in the UK for seven or eight years, and uh, yeah, decided to pick it up out here again. So yeah, starting out on the fifth, it's really interesting. I did a few interviews at a couple of different places as well for different roles. Uh, we'll probably get into that a little bit more as the bulk of our topic that we're going to talk about. I've got some really weird things that happened on the interviews that I'd okay. love to have everybody's yeah. thoughts on. Yeah, that sounds um, good. But yeah, anyway, let's uh, jump into the news then if we're all up to date. I think you've got a few talking points for this. If we're going to talk about global news, I've, I've got some quick points just to sort of briefly... Then see when you're smoking, do you mind? <laughs> Not blowing it in your I've face. Blowing it in my face. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's fine, that's fine. Forgiven, <laughs> but not forgotten. <laughs> um, yeah, a couple of quick points just to race through, to be honest, right? So... Covid is still killing one person every four minutes. Is this globally, right? I don't know, Bloomberg or something. Right, yeah, but I mean, this isn't like in Dubai. No, because they'd never report. No, it in no, Dubai, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, globally, one one person every four minutes, which just sounds like a bad cold now, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, that would be quite interesting. People how many? How how quickly? Or how? What's the frequency of people dying from common common cold, cold or flu? Yeah, probably should have looked into that before. We yeah, started. perhaps. So that, <laughs> Fair enough. That is one thing to race through. <laughs> Secondly, 
And I don't know if I should bring this up, but Madeline McCann. <laughs> oh, I love it when we get political. I remember in high school, no, primary school. Oh, mate, it's and been around as long as we've think, been alive, yeah. Yeah, so she would be 20 years old today, so about 15, 16 years ago. Right. And I remember one of the kids, uh, for the Americans, primary school means... I think primary is the same. No, it's not. Yeah, it's primary school, then high school. Then... No, they call it like um, kindergarten or something. No, that's that's like nursery, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think primary school is... Primary school is when you're like four to... 10 or 11, right? Something like that. Right, who cares, right? <laughs> it's hardly the fucking you important fucking part of the topic. Um, yeah, apparently they found some new evidence there. They're digging for something, but it was just crazy because, like, I remember one of my, uh, in primary school, one of the kids made a joke when they brought out the skeleton to tell us what bone's what bone. Right, thank And you. they were like, uh, I've got something in this box, and they took out a skeleton and then the kid went, is that Madeline McCann? <laughs> and I was like, shit on it, man. Like, that was fucking so long ago. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still popping up in the news. Like, oh, what have you heard? Um, I haven't seen this. Oh, it's just, I don't know if there's any real evidence yet, but they've got reason to believe something. Anyway. What was, uh, go on, do you reckon she's still alive? No. No? You reckon she's buried somewhere in Portugal? I reckon she's passed on, yeah. Fair enough, mate. If she really was kidnapped. Um, <laughs> or if, I mean, if her parents did something about it, then she would be dead, right? So she was kidnapped and killed, or her parents killed her, so. Yeah, well, come anyway. at us in the comments. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah, Trump is officially a sex offender. <laughs> uh, he's proven. Congratulations! <laughs> I'd, I'm not incredibly surprised by that, and. It's strange how the media tried to, like, you know, oh, he's a fucking sex offender, right? But it's done... It's affected him in no way, shape or form, really. Right. And he's also got, like, 31 or something other criminal convictions during his presidency. <laughs> it's just insane to think that he was sort of in for a shot again for the presidential election. He's what, still, do you reckon he still is? Mate, he's still influencing yeah. a lot of fucking people. Well, uh, I have a question then. Um, was it so the courts have legally found him a sex offender? Yes. So is there no jail time attached with this? There's a hefty fine. Just a fine. But if you look at someone like Kevin Spacey or Rolf Harris, oh, that's a bit of news. Rolf Harris died the other day. Ah, uh, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. I'm. Anyway. Listen, if someone poked your bum hole when you were a kid, right? Yeah. And then in the future you took them to court for poking your bum hole. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And they said, listen, I'll go to jail for five years or I'll give you two million pounds. Oh, I see. Okay. What would you take? Um, I mean, not that that was in the scenario, but <laughs> I think I would say, fuck it, I'll take two million pounds. Yeah, probably. Okay, so he's not going to do any jail time. No. Alright. But there surely has to be some rules in place that means if you're a class sex offender, you can't run for president. Surely. Something like this, mate. Surely. I, listen, he's, he's, he was never a credible candidate in the first place, but the hate that he gets also promotes him because... Any publicity is good publicity. 
You could say that. Anyway, we won't talk too much about him. He's a <laughs> because fucking, we don't know anything about he's it. He's a yeah. fucking nonce we'll Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, the other ones aren't too interesting. I said Elon Musk was born in South Africa and he was also somewhat interested in the vice presidency role of the USA, but they wouldn't allow it because he wasn't a pure American and stuff like that. Anyway, that's all the news that I took. You had one more about luxury, right? Oh, yeah, there's the richest man in the world lost $11 billion in one day. Um, <laughs> that would make it a rough old day, wouldn't it? <laughs> I hate it when I lose like 100 dirhams in one day, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they poked my bum hole any day for $11 billion. Um, <laughs> so that what but why did you say that happened? So I think we can tie this back to real estate. Apparently it's because the US economy is somewhat dampening down for luxury goods. Not as many people are spending the money on like their brands like Louis Vuitton and all these other fancy yeah. like Chanel, etc. If people don't have money, then they're not going to spend it on luxury things, are they? They're going to spend it on the day-to-day things. And yeah, so if you had shares in a product that wasn't getting purchased as much anymore, then you could take those shares out and put them into something that's in higher demand. So... Yeah. No, but... So, yeah, so this is quite interesting because I was listening to a, real estate, a Dubai real estate podcast the other day. And they were saying that the market out here is booming it's still progressing it's still climbing on the affordable properties right so you're looking at in a mar- in, in a specific area um, on a rental price of sort of below 200,000 that is still booming and that continues to grow and the prices are still increasing but what we've seen is sort of 200,000 300,000 350,000 those sort of properties are staying stagnant on the market and landlords are now seeing that when you've got a property valued at that price, it's not being rented. And it's now sort of about six months that these properties have been vacant. Right. And the reason is that people are not trusting enough in the market yet in terms of real estate and in terms of... Uh, Shall I bring you a second drink? Yes, please. Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, lots of edit points in this one then, apparently. Um, yeah, so um, the public is not that trusting enough in the financial security to be paying for luxury goods and this refer this sort of trickles down to property as well so properties that are sat around the 300k mark have been vacant now for three to six months and they're actually going to expect a five percent decline but this is not an overall market that that makes sense i mean because when it comes to rentals right and a lot of people get a rental if the prices are going up to rates that are just a little bit yeah, I mean you could be middle class right but you know what sensible is if you want a decent area and you're paying out the arse for it you're going to be like fuck's sake like my wage hasn't increased this hasn't increased right I'm going to move outwards outwards yeah. outwards yeah. outwards and it's just going to keep going like that no you're absolutely right but so that, so that's the point there's going to be sort of like a 5% decrease there in the market there should be in the rental prices sales it's up to you yeah sales not so much but still the top end is still going to decrease and shrink by about 5% but that's not a reflection of the overall market it's just a reflection on luxury at the minute there's still not enough security stability is the word sorry there's not enough stability in the market for people to warrant spending the top end prices on items or property because what happens if there's another crash 
like if you look at Dubai, right, we're still technically recovering from COVID. And COVID happened. Well, if you look at it, the peak market was in 2014. That was when the prices were last the highest. 2008, then there was a crash. 2014, then there was like about a 15% decrease and then it stabilised. Prices were increasing in 2019 when COVID happened. Mass decrease. Then everybody forecast a sort of a slow, gentle increase in prices. But then we had the World Cup. Then we had Expo. So all of this shot the market right back up again because of the inflow of people. And then you've got Dubai didn't really have that much of a lockdown and wasn't really that affected by COVID. So all this inflow of tourists and everything um, and expats. And then all of us, now all of a sudden, like this year, there's nothing that big happening. We don't have an expo. We don't have a World, World Cup happening. But we, you know the, the World Cup in Qatar, right? Yeah. The property over there is really cheap right now. Yeah, because people were there and then they left, and apparently uh, someone was telling me that. Oh, I need to look at my messages, mate. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. But you got to remember, Qatar is a dry country, but um, it's not dry. Yeah, Qatar is. No, it's not. Of course, it is. I drank there. I've been there. What? I've been to Qatar and I drank a lot. Really? It's not a dry country. I thought it was. It's not, man. It's considerably stricter than Dubai. You're though, thinking right? about Kuwait. I probably, yeah, maybe. But anyway, the point is that um, luxury, as you said, this guy lost $11 billion or whatever it is, is, is shrinking. Right, right. What was said about Qatar? This guy is saying tenders are being announced right now. So by the time it goes through the ringer, it will be the end of the year before contracts start. contractors start building again. So he's saying the market's super low right now, but once all these tenders are approved, the rates will go higher okay. over there. And he's saying that's because after the World Cup, people just started leaving Qatar. Yeah, which is... There's the waves there in my paint glass. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, by the by, basically, luxury is a tough market at the minute. The luxury market is a tough market at the minute. That said, announced in the news today or yesterday, um, Dubai has just sold its most expensive property, which is um, 420 million dirhams for a penthouse in, it's called something like Masa Al Arab. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's that weird looking building that's like a, almost looks like a sail on a sailboat you mean next to the Burj Al Arab. Right, okay. Do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, but I'll show you I a know picture where after. you are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So next to the Burj Al there's this really weird looking building, which I didn't realise had an Andover. Yeah, it sold for 420 million dirhams, which is something like $5,000 per square foot. It's the most expensive one today. So whilst in Dubai. The in, yeah, in Dubai. So whilst the market is tough out here, whilst the luxury market is tough out here. The super luxury. It's still happening. And yeah, you're right, that's super luxury. That's like a next level sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, the billionaire's market. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be there soon. On to more interesting things such as someone, you told me someone sent me a request or something. Oh yeah, so we've had a listener request specifically aimed at you, Daniel Craig. Um, they've requested with your lovely accent okay that you say a phrase for them because they're very intrigued to hear how this it's sounds. not going to be shrek is it no no not a shrek not a shrek 
So, can you please say for us and for the listeners at home, uh, purple burglar alarm? Purple. <laughs> purple burglar. <laughs> purple burglar. Purple burglar alarm. Fuck it. Hell, oh, that's easy for that's you to say. Do you want to give it another go? Purple burglar alarm. <laughs> Purple burglar alarm. That's fucking complicated. <laughs> it's it? not complicated. What do you mean it's complicated? It's just three words. Purple burglar alarm. <laughs> I've got it now. I've got it now. Say it one more time, clearly as anything for the listener. Purple burglar alarm. There you go. You are welcome, whoever wrote it to ask that. Um, yeah. Yeah, strange no. request, but is there a request? That's the first there. request we've had. <laughs> That's the first sort of proper request we've had, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. You'll need to let them know in the title of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Request answered. Well, that's practice. the name of the episode, Purple Burger. <laughs> that's it. it. That's sorted. Done. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, thanks, Dan. Appreciate that a lot. Yeah, thanks for the request. Um, so, anyway... I should keep in touch with my emails. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, so we don't really have a topic per se to discuss this week. So we're going to sort of uh, wing it a little bit. But I want to get it started by... I've been interviewing at a few places lately, right? Yeah. And I did a fourth interview at one company. And they were like, do a 15-minute presentation, come in, and then um, you'll have one more interview probably after that. Let's take it to pass. So, so anyway, so I knocked up a quick 15-minute presentation. It's for a relatively small company that's been established in the market for a very long time. Okay. So I had recruited with, I had interviewed with the recruitment manager, with the sales manager, with the leasing manager, and this was with the managing partner of the company, the actual owner of the company, right? Right. And um, so my 15-minute presentation ended after an hour and a half. Literally every single point was being, uh, some of them critiqued, some of them just sort of elaborated on, some of, but an hour and a half this interview. They didn't let you do the podcast first, or sorry, the presentation first? No, yeah, so I start, so there were a few questions before the presentation that were probably about half an hour straight up, so I'm already like, I've got the cinema booked, I need to get going. And then we did the presentation, and literally every point, every bullet point, every slide, every stat, every fact, was being pulled up and broken down on, which is, uh, it was a huge learning tool for me, um, but it was the most insane interview I'd ever been to. Yeah. What I wanted to talk to you about, Dan, is after the presentation was done, after all the questions and everything had been done, the guy sits at me, and he's just sort of staring at me, and he's stroking his chin like this, right? he's going, hmm... Mm, mm, he doesn't know where to go next I know I'll give him another interview basically right he then looks around and the recruitment manager's in there with me and he picks up her notebook and her pen and gives it to me he goes flick to an empty page so I'm flicking through these fucking recruitment notes and everything find an empty page find one and he goes right sign your name so I'm right okay so I think maybe we try this in live time right flick to an empty page in your book but this is bad, mate, because he would just write your signature and he goes, my name is Josh and I've agreed to give this fucker... Well, this was my sort of hesitation at first. But anyway, he says, split to enter page, sign your name. What, a signature? Just or... sign your name. Your signature, just sign your name. All right, I'm really glad because that's 
not half different from what I did, right? So he then looked at it and he spent five minutes in pure silence. Right. What? Okay. Has this guy got ADHD or something? Okay, he's stroking his chin again. Okay. Okay. Right, and your, your signature is genuinely very similar to mine. I'll, I'll show you my signature just whilst we're at it. And I did it in... Do it under there, don't waste a page. <laughs> I did it in the exact same place as you did, by the way. That's my signature, right? So my signature is just JB, you can't really tell the J. And it, I did it in the top left corner of the page, right? So he's then spent half an hour breaking down what my signature and the place that I've signed it on the page and the way I've done it and how quickly I did it tells him about me right so i'm glad that you've done that because that is almost the exact same point you said to me so he said right first of all you're uh, you're very organized in your day-to-day life and in your career you're a very organized person you like to do things properly you like to do things by the point and you like to do things professionally and you don't like it when somebody sort of tries to do something a little bit dodgy well, okay, that's probably not inaccurate. Is that accurate about you? I would you? say that's, yeah. When, okay. Yeah, when people try and do dodge business, I'm sceptical at first. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Fair enough. So his justification behind that is, because you've done it in the top left corner, that is where you would naturally start writing on the page if you were just writing normally. So you're very well organised. You've done it like that. He then turns to me and he said... But you're quite a, you're, you're, you're not a, uh, you're, oh no, he asked me a question, he goes... I hope it wasn't about your star sign, because I'm about to fucking cringe here. Nothing about the star sign, thankfully, because that's nonsense. But he goes, um, would you define yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? So Dan, do you define Extrovert. Yourself? Okay. So you like being the centre of attention? Not necessarily, no. But that's what an extrovert is. An extrovert... This me. is exactly the conversation that we were having in the yeah. I'd say, well, an extrovert to me is, is it's either stay inside or stay outside. Introvert is inside, extrovert is outside. I spend more of my time with people and talking to others than I do by myself in an isolated space. So he then turned around, basically what I said, right? He then turned around to me and said, but your signature doesn't tell that about you. You had everywhere on this page and this page to write your signature but you've kept it small and you've kept it in the corner. So that tells me that you don't want to be seen. You want to just be organized and neat and stay out of focus and out of the attention of everybody. I would agree with some of your points, but <laughs> to me, it's simply logical that I would not waste a full page, that <laughs> I would put it somewhere to begin with. What have you told me to write down something else? Let's get back to that because that's where I want to call his bullshit out because that was my <laughs> What do you mean? Why would I waste that on my fucking signature? So he then said, and I don't know if I'll put this in or maybe I'll put it as the episode title or that. You probably won't want it as the picture because we can't put signatures out there. But from that signature, Daniel, like you would admit you can't tell that's your name, right? You can't read that that says John Daniel Craig or Daniel Craig, whatever you it want to say. It says J Daniels G. Right, so, but I, like, that's totally illegible to me. I've yeah. looked at that. That That is not what you pick up from that at all. No, you don't know what it is. So he, and mine is the same. Mine's a very dodgy looking J. There's definitely a B there. With quite a prominent B. But he then said, so you're quite a closed off person then. You don't want people to know your business. You don't like revealing too much about yourself. You keep your cards close to your chest. 
and that's that. So now <laughs> then. In the right setting, I believe that I have the emotional intelligence to tell when I can open up and when <laughs> to stay closed. Okay, yeah. But I exactly yeah, you judge each thing. Oh, what has this got to do with anything? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But that's good though. Like for a small company, they want to recognise your person, right? Now, if he's he's more or less have analysed you for the past, however long. I've still got more to say, by the way. Well, I know, but I'm just I'm saying what I'm hearing as well. This guy's analysed you for about an hour and a half while you've presented and he's questioned you and blah blah blah. Then he's told you to write a signature, and much to his expectations, you've kind of done what most organised individuals would just sign your name on the top left corner of a blank page why would you do it on the bottom exactly you know I mean? like uh, so yeah like uh, what I'm saying is he, he was asking you he's from a when it comes to smaller companies you have a bigger impact on those companies so he wants to know who you are what you're like what your personality is because you need to work with his team and he probably knows his team very well. Bear in mind, I say it's a small brokerage. It's got 50 brokers currently. 50? 50. Oh, it's not that small. They're just opening a 1,600 square foot office in the Golden Diamond, uh, not in the Golden Diamond Pub, but on Shakespeare Road opposite the Maserati garage, they said. It's not that big. It, it's not that big, but it's not that small like either. 15, you know I mean? 20 people in there. 1,600 square foot? Yeah. Really? After reception. 16,000 square foot, sorry. Oh. 16,000. Maybe, I don't know actually. 16,000. If it's 16,000, is fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit, it's going to be like their main office. Anyway. We're talking like 100 fucking, 100 plus people there. It will be that then, yeah. Because their, their growth is to hire 150 this year. So that'll be what it is. They've already got offices in Business Bay. They've got it on the park. And Motor City. No, no, different company different company anyway just breezing over it then some of the other points you raised is that's a small signature that means that you think you're a small person that means you don't want to be a big personality you don't want to be flamboyant you want to be contained and self-aware and in control of everything i would i would actually reject that and say well actually that size of signature is the same size that i put on everything that is signed it's I'm used to having a signature that size. That's the only, do you know what I mean? I'm so glad you said that because I pretty much said the exact same thing. I said, it's like a muscle memory thing. I just do my signature. He said, okay, well that shows a lack of creativity and a lack of flamboyancy. He said, you've been put in a certain situation. You've just shown me a willingness of a lack of adaptability. What am I adapting to? You told me to write my signature. <laughs> That's where it came from, man. He also said, the way that you sign shows you. So, to be fair, yours is very much in line with the right, uh, with the lines on the page, whereas mine is a little bit more up. He's so this. This is this such is nonsense, man. This is this is brilliant. Though. But You'll I like it. This. I like it because it's interesting. Signature isn't it? is a personality. Isn't it's it? interesting. So I sign mine sort of facing upwards slightly with an upwards affliction. I have two signatures. I have that one. Which is the one in my EID. Yeah. And then I've got the... Okay. Interesting. So I've got two. But again, they're... I've got a developed Totally one. different, but they're similar in the sense that you can't tell your name from it. It's the wave, so the, the, the action is the same. 
It's just this one has rating in it. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but they're, they're, they are quite similar signatures. If you... Oh, yeah, go on. But anyway, sorry, mate. Just because I haven't done any research into this. I'm only going on what this... That's the first time I've heard of it. told me. Again, you've signed it in the lines, basically. So what he was saying is, with mine, because I've signed mine slightly on a tilt upwards... <laughs> this is such bullshit, man. I hate that I'm even about to repeat this. But he goes, because I've signed mine with a slight upwards tilt, that shows that I'm an ambitious young man and that my ambition is to keep on moving upwards. And that I have this, like, sort of, this drive to be moving upwards and that I'm not exactly where I want to be in my life and that I need to keep on progressing upwards. Hence why my signature is on a slant upwards. Yours, however, is very much in line with where it needs, with the lines on the page. So presumably he'd turn around and go, that means that's exactly where you want to be on your life. However, he may think that and say, but it also shows a lack of ambition because you've not signed your signature with an upwards sort of tilt. I'll know for next time to turn the book on its side. <laughs> Mate, this is... I had to go through this in an actual interview. It's insane, isn't it? I like the whole creativity aspects of it. I like the confidence of it. Uh, figuring out who's organised and who's not. If I saw someone do a massive signature across the whole page, in the middle, I would think, okay, okay. What would I think? But boom, if, so if I was to analyse that, I'd say, okay, so you like being the centre of attention, you, you're an extroverted personality because you've signed the full and page. And it's tilted. It's tilted upwards, so you've got a huge ambition. That's what he was looking for. Not this bullshit up here. It's nonsense, man. And so I did look into it a little bit. There are psychological studies, right? Actual science that has proven this has fuck all to do with your personality. This is just force of habit and muscle memory. There's actual science behind this. I can put the links in there, right? You signed it, top left corner, because you didn't want to use up space in your notebook. Perfectly understandable. I was given the recruitment manager's notebook, so I signed in the top left corner because That's I don't want to use up any of it fucking pages. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's baffling. Half an hour I wasted of my life going through this nonsense and I'm obviously an interview so I'm sat there like this is really this is really insane <laughs> yeah I didn't know this about myself yeah. I'm really glad you pointed out thinking what a load of twat do you know what I mean it's just pure nonsense they actually offered me not the exact role but a very similar role very similar levels I turned them down today because as you know very well Daniel I've been dealing with quite a narcissistic boss in my past company and mate it was just I was just getting red flags yeah. just that it was the exact same thing I hate to bring it to this but nationality was the same age was very similar a lot of this I see a lot of potential in you kiddo all that sort of stuff right. I was just like yeah red flag nah, Listen, I don't want to get back that, into that's that. the best thing about life experiences isn't it so now you've kind of isn't tased, it just you've that? tasted it a bit and then you're like you know what I do see red flags <laughs> fair enough no I'm with that I'm with that mate it was a really interesting experience to go through like we've had a lot of fun just breaking it down ourselves there like they're clearly I can see why you would think there's something in it but it's just nothing. I would. Love, I think it's um, it's definitely not worth fucking thirty minutes of discussion, right? But 
to to just say can I have your signature and then they write it down and if it's just a load of gobbledygook then you think <laughs> you, you, can, you could analyse it in different ways like, yeah, no, but this is the thing as well like, it depends on what mood you're in in the day do they have a signature and, yeah, and then, do they have if yeah, they don't yeah. have one if they don't have a signature then you think well this person isn't very contractual or punctual because they've never really had to use it as much do you know what I'm saying I've signed a lot of documents in the past in the present um, even witness signatures for contracts yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so they know I handle contracts if I've got a quick and good looking signature do you know what I mean but mate it could mean a but I've been like that when it, since I was a kid I've I've had like dis, I don't know if dyslexia comes and goes but <laughs> they tried to diagnose it diagnose me with dyslexia in high school I have noticed it with your spelling but we'll move my on my spelling's pretty bad yeah. but that's it that's it I think <laughs> but I, I was always so into my writing and how it looked yeah, I yeah, still yeah. don't have a font for my writing <laughs> I'm being serious I, I know what you mean Yeah, because sometimes I, I write in block capitals sometimes oh, it's I hate that. I hate it's, that. it's everything I, my, today like, I could show you this look oh well, look even on that page go back this is exceptionally different to this. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's totally, this is sort of like italics, this is joined up, this is crazy. Like, and then there's, this there's is block like, cap. There's yeah. block cap. This there's, is a great page to sort of analyse. There's yeah. no consistency yeah. in my writing. I've got like, I've got, I don't even know how it works. Yeah, look, block capitals, normal writing. Mate, it's, it's, it's total nonsense, man. It's weird, isn't it? It's total That's the nonsense. way it's been my whole life. Like, I can see why you would think there's a science there, but it's nonsense. It's absolutely just nonsense. just because I have no consistency with the style I write, but it, it starts in one thing, it turns into a different thing, and then it's another thing either. <laughs> It's but like, it, it can be any. It could be. It could depend on how much of a rush you're in. But whose you, book you're using? What you, mood you're in that do day? You know what, do you know what it is? What pen you're fucking this, using? This time I was thinking about my writing, or maybe I was. It depends where I am as well in the situation. Like if I am exactly, busy yeah. and I need to just get it out, or if I'm in a situation where I know I can read my writing, but I don't want others to be able to read my writing. Yep. Then yep. I write it very slanty. Like today, this time, I wrote it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the meeting yesterday, I write it like um, so that they don't understand. Like they might notice this company name that I wrote here, block caps there, and then underneath it, I wrote the comments. Oh mate, I need to tell you about something. <laughs> something reminds me. Ah oh, shit, it's in my other book, right? So, <laughs> so there's this, uh, we're doing this sale, yeah, and there's a um, Russian company, right? And uh, they, they transport um, food, like chicken, like tons and tons of chicken from one country to the next and blah, blah, blah. Right. And we were, I was with the buyer and the seller and the, the seller was trying to understand what business these guys do and why the processes are so long. <laughs> and there's one guy that speaks English and there's one guy that speaks just a little bit of English <laughs> right. and um, <clears throat> so the, English, the guy who speaks English was like so we transport this amount of stock and we transport chicken something something and then his pal goes and sausages <laughs> and and I wrote in my book 
and sausages. And sausages. <laughs> <laughs> but I wrote it. I wrote it. It was so slanty and quickly that no one would understand. I just found it funny. So I wrote it so that no one could understand it. Mate, I'll need to find this notes. I'll show it to you. Mate, mate. I love it. It's just... Yeah, man. I just thought... That's, that, that's dyslexia right there, mate, if you ask me. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it doesn't affect me. I no, guess, man, because you, you adapt to your situation that you're in. I just thought it was fascinating. It was one of the most... Um, it was one of the most interesting interviews I'd ever been in, to be fair. Like, without a doubt. It's just fascinating. I think um, a, a, a good talent to have... Um, now, where, wherever I am, whatever meeting I'm in, I always have my notebook. Yeah, absolutely. Standard. I always fucking have it. Because you don't remember everything in your life. The same black mirror, you don't have the chip, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to write down what's happening and to be able to write down those key words that you remember, that honestly is, is a talent in itself. Like, just those key words, what to remember. When I was in my old company, I hung out with the CEO a lot. And he was always up to, he was always on the phone, he was always doing this. And I just wrote down every conversation yeah, yeah, he had. Of course, yeah. Like, whatever he was talking about, just trying to figure out. Because when you start into a new company and you are put and you're shadowing the CEO or someone important, you want to be able to add value where you can. Because you don't know how to do the fucking job. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, even if you've got a pencil, there, you've got it right there. Yeah. Even if you've got, you take his business cards so that he doesn't need to look for them when you're in that situation because you're meeting clients. When he's on the phone, you write it down because you can say to him, like an hour before he's meant to do something, by the way, just remember you had that phone call and you'll be like, oh, fucking hell because he, he doesn't have an assistant. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. there you fucking go. I remember when I was looking for jobs, I saw after, because I, I hung out with that CEO and I thought, what if I could be a CEO assistant, right? I thought, I'm not necessarily his bitch, right? And when it comes to, I, I would hopefully be at some level where I would be dealing with his partners or yeah you're clients. like his right hand man yeah like someone yeah. who's confident enough to deal yeah, yeah. and talk to these people in a, in a certain way whereas if you were to employ someone who just does admin work and they pick up the phone then it's, it's a different scenario if they've not yeah. got a level yeah, yeah, of competency yeah, of course, yeah. when I say competency I just mean like um, like emotional intelligence communication <laughs> skills and that sort of thing uh, there's a lot of amazing admin staff out there oh, who just can yeah. uh, like they, they, you put them in a position of responsibility then they flap right so that sort of thing um, but everyone learns give them a chance if you want to go through two years of fucking your brain blowing up with stress then be my guest but I applied for one of these jobs thinking I'd be really good at it um, it was a LinkedIn application so I never heard anything back standard. As you do, yeah, and you don't, yeah, don't yeah. hear back from LinkedIn job interviews, do you? No, of course yeah. not. That's just literally to get your numbers up sort of thing. Yeah, it's go through it. with the quick apply and all that sort of this stuff. This job yeah. has 3,000 applications. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's going to be worth my time. Like, <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous, man. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that, that uh, sums it up 
quite nicely then, guys, yeah. Um, Purple burglar alarm. Purple <laughs> burglar alarm, yeah. Ah, it's, been a, it's been a good one. Yeah, so that's it, yeah. A few more interview uh, tips this week, I guess. Yeah, one or two for sure. Yeah, definitely. And if, right. if you're ever starting a job that you've never done before and you're shadowing people, bring a fucking notebook. Bring a notebook, yeah. Bring a notebook is the key takeaway from this. But don't let them see you sign your signature because they'll judge you on it. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else to add, Dan? Um, there is no right way to rate your signature in that situation. Top left corner is logical. But... Uh, all I can say is have a signature don't like it looks professional right yeah no absolutely absolutely yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. have a signature cause that I mean all responsibilities come with signatures yeah bank approvals IDs passports fucking passports yeah exactly credit cards man. everything everything comes if you don't have a signature developed yet you're not an adult, basically. More or less. That's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? True, yeah. true. Um, so, yeah, have a signature. Also, my takeaway from this is have some red flags for narcissistic people. If I hadn't have taken this job six months ago, I would have looked at this guy, you know, this week and been like, wow, you're so insightful. You're giving me so much knowledge, blah, 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 blah. So, that's a huge thing. I would actually love to do a full episode on. Uh, Narcissistic tendencies. <laughs> I really would, man. I really, really would. I think it'd be brilliant. I think it'd be I don't brilliant. Have enough. I mean, I, I can smell it a mile away now, but okay. I would, I would love to, that. I would need to think of some examples, but I'd love to add to yours. <laughs> Done. Next week, how to deal with a narcissist. Narcissist. <laughs> well, I'll look up some psychology in that. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> We'll say goodbye for now and we'll, we'll catch you next week. Trip. Yeah, thanks for listening to us. Uh, hopefully this will be audible. If not, yeah. this will be one of the special episodes that we uh, we save fire in case one of us is on holiday. Or this will be an episode that comes out if one of us dies. This will be like one of those special episodes. No, no, put it in, mate. Regardless, <laughs> because uh, we were answering a request. We don't have to answer it in 20 years' time, do we? <laughs> good point, good point. Um, yeah, by the way, I just want to clarify, we're not sponsored by Goose Island as much as we'd like to be. Um, that'd be sick, could you imagine? We should do that. We should reach yeah, out to the managers and say, we're recording a podcast in here. We have about a thousand listeners. Can you, you give know us a free do that? I know they do that. Instagram. I know they do. We should genuinely do that. I'd do a fucking different pub every week. All right. Well, we'll save that one for later. <laughs> we'll discuss that off camera. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. Like, comment, subscribe, whatever it is you do on your local podcast. And uh, yeah. We'll catch you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Adios, amigos. <laughs>